Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. And it veered off down the beachways in about five houses down from us. I saw it nosedive into the ground. The explosion was just immense. I mean, a huge explosion. All right, welcome back. Mike Smith in for Simi today. That is the voice of Dave Holm. He's a witness on that Gabriola Island plane crash. He saw the plane go down uh, last night uh, near his home. Three investigators from the Transportation Safety Board expected to arrive early this afternoon as the investigation begins to the site, the scene of this plane crash. All we know is multiple fatalities in this crash on Gabriola last night. Let's check in with Global News reporter Brad McLeod now. He's live there covering this story. Hi, Brad. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, the, uh, very shaken up residents here, I can tell you that much. What can you tell me from the scene there, Brad? What's the latest? So they've got it taped off uh, here, uh, as you would imagine, too. So on our ferry ride over this morning, we saw uh, TSB Transportation Safety Board officers. We saw Transport Canada. We saw forensics from RCMP. They're all making their way here in the daylight to investigate this scene. And we just uh, spoke with that same witness, that clip that you uh, just had there. He was first on scene, and he reported seeing last night around 6 p.m. Uh, a plane spiraling down into the woods just meters from his home. Uh, he knew something was wrong uh, immediately. He heard sounds that did not sound like the usual plane traffic coming over his house. That that happens here on Gabriola. So he uh, responded to it, and he ran over into the, the woods. All he saw was fire. And immediately he's been telling us that he knew there were no survivors. He didn't really want to go into detail of what he saw, but he did see human remains. So he just knew that there were no survivors. He did say that he did try. He was calling out for, for anything just in case somebody was around and somebody survived. But uh, there was very little he can do. And uh, of course, today he's dealing with those images in his head. So are many other people living here on the island. That's horrible. What's the terrain like in that area there where the plane went down? Yeah, so we're on the northwest tip of Gabriola Island, and uh, basically this happened just off the shoreline. It happened in a stand of trees. The neighbors are telling us, you know what, if this was going to happen, it happened in a a good place, if you can even term it like that, to trees, a treed area between homes. So uh, nobody was hurt. Some people even reporting that maybe this person was trying to pull up or avoid houses. This is not substantiated, but we have heard it it was a nosedive. Um, So nobody hurt on land, just a bunch of helpless people just not being able to do much in the the inferno that ensued. Okay, what do we know about, obviously, obviously no fatalities or no survivors, but we've been told multiple fatalities, but we still don't have a firm number. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, BC Corners uh, yesterday saying, you know what, we're dealing with multiple casualties, but the, the number we're still trying to determine 
that. Uh, so multiple, that can mean anything. Uh, one of the indicators we have is uh, on those flight tracker apps, you're able to um, track the flight activity in the area at the time. This is not substantiated, but there was a, a certain potentially six-seater plane that did disappear off uh, off this area of Gabriola Island around six o'clock last night. So that leads us to believe that there could have been anywhere from six to maybe eight uh, passengers on board or or significantly less. We don't know. This is stuff that we are going to be processing. We're going to learn more as our CMP and the TSB uh, inform us with uh, hopefully right. some uh, press conferences throughout the day. Right. We don't have any a lot of confirmed details here. There have been some unconfirmed reports that this was a, a, perhaps a six-seater plane. I mean, we do know it was kind of a smaller plane, though, right? Yeah, that's what we're thinking. Uh, so from the uh, the eyewitness details, there wasn't much left of the plane. So yes, they were. It's a it's a smaller plane. Uh, he said maybe a hundred square feet was the wreckage that the crater um, damage site. So which would maybe lead you to believe that it was not a a larger commercial aircraft, uh, a right. little bit of a right. smaller area. And uh, of course, just getting the descriptions today, it's just uh, the smell of fumes and fuel and uh, and fire departments fall into your fire departments having to spray themselves off after investigating the area so just obviously people move to an island like this for the quiet lifestyle uh and this is anything but speaking to brad mcleod global news reporter live on gabriola island right now at the scene of that plane crash yesterday brad is there any indication of what the weather conditions were like at the time there are reports, some people on the island saying, you know what, it was it was okay and clear, but people living close to the area said, you know what, fog can happen in localized areas off the shore. There are yeah. some reports that there was some localized fog off of the shore. We're going to obviously get more details on that, whether, hey, uh, land was approaching this aircraft quickly, uh, whether it pulled up, stalled, and that's why the nosedive happened. But this again, this is all speculation at this point right now, I can tell you. It is foggy on the island, and, and you can only see uh, a certain amount of meters ahead of you at the moment. So if that's any indication of what the weather was like yesterday, then yes, weather could have been a factor here. What's the kind of the mood of people that you're talking to over there? I mean, obviously, it's traumatic. Yeah, I think they have a keen understanding that it's very soon right now. The things they've seen, they're going to be processing over the next few weeks. Um, even uh, there's one post on Facebook of a counselor who lives on uh, Gabriel Island, you know, reaching out. I'm going to be back on Friday. If you're having any issues, please contact me is what she said. Um, and, and I'm sure the island's going to work through all this together. But a lot of people shaken up, very friendly people here, willing to share what happened, but also just overwhelmed by the reality of what happened overnight here. Brad, I'll let you get back to work there. A tough story to cover today. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. That's Brad McLeod, Global News reporter. He's live on Gabriola Island right now.